Let us be attentive. Let all the earth worship you and sing to you. Shout with joy to God, all the earth. Wisdom. The reading is from St. Paul's letter to the Galatians. Let us be attentive. Brethren, when the time had fully come, God sent forth his son, born of woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law, so that we might receive adoption as sons. And because you are sons, God has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. So you are no longer a slave, but a son. And if a son, then also an heir of God through Christ. Peace be to you, the reader. Arise, let us hear the Holy Gospel. Peace be with us and with your spirit. The reading is from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Let us be attentive. Glory to Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king. Behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And assembling all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. They told him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for so it is written by the prophet, And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler, who will govern my people Israel. Then Herod summoned the wise men secretly and ascertained from them what time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem saying, go and search diligently for the child. And when you have found him, bring me word that I too may come and worship him. When they had heard the king, they went their way and lo, the star which they had seen in the east went before them till it came to rest over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. And going into the house, they saw the child with Mary his mother, and they fell down and worshipped him. Then opening their treasures, they offered him gifts gold and frankincense and myrrh, and being warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they depart. 
deported to their own country by another way. Peace be to you. Glory to you, O Lord. Glory to you. And of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Christ is born. To the Jews who had believed him, Jesus said, If you hold to my teaching, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. The truth shall set you free. Whenever I hear this uh, verse, from the scriptures, which we hear often invoked by many of us for various occasions, oftentimes connected with some type of joke. It makes me think about, uh, about that movie that I believe many of us have perhaps seen, A Few Good Men. Have you seen the movie A Few Good Men with uh, Jack Nicholson and Tom Cruise, obviously iconic actors of our modern-day Hollywood experience? If you haven't, it's actually a very good movie, a little bit disturbing, as most of Hollywood is, but the movie is quite good. Perhaps the highlight of that movie is the interaction between Tom Cruise, who is a lawyer, this is all happening in a military environment, is interrogating Jack Nicholson and is trying to get him to confess to uh, ordering the death of a, of a soldier, sadly. Terrible situation. But the interaction uh, climaxes with uh, Jack Nicholson angrily asking to uh, Tom Cruise, you want answers? And then Tom Cruise goes on and he says, I want the truth. And what does Jack Nicholson say? You can handle the truth. The reason why I think this is important to connect is because too often we in our modern day 21st century society have accepted for some reason that truth is relative. The truth is not something that we can know or grow into or even accept for a matter, for a matter of fact, but we somehow believe that truth is relative. We have fallen in love with the idea of relativizing pretty much everything about our lives. And this 
has created a mindset of just plain wishy-washness. I realize that word doesn't exist, but I'm sure you understand what I'm referring to. We seem to not want to embrace anything that gives us clarity, especially if it forces us to admit that we might have something to change about ourselves. And this brings us to the very real reason why truth has become so relative. It's because we have embraced another lie, the lie that we each make our own truth. That is a lie, my dear friends. I am not the only standard to my own life. I cannot be a standard for myself. My opinion, my decision, my thought in the absence of being verified and kept vis-a-vis the teachings that we have received from the church throughout the centuries and the counsel of the community around me, my decision in the absence of those means nothing. It means simply that I am a failing standard, that I am a constantly faltering truth. Truth, therefore, has to be something outside of me and outside of you. Truth has to be something that holds all of us and each of us accountable. And truth is not synonymous with science, and truth is not synonymous with law either. Let me take you to another story, this time not a movie, although it's been made into a movie a few times, but this time to perhaps one of the greatest novels of the 19th century written by Victor Hugo, Les Miserables. I think perhaps all of us have at least seen the movie if we haven't read the book. It's a big, thick one, very good book. If you have not read it, please pick it up. The central character in the story of Victor Hugo's uh, novel is Jean Valjean. Jean Valjean is a man who ends up spending 19 years in prison, 19 years in very hard laboring prison for the fault of having stolen a loaf of bread, not for himself, who was also starving, but to give it to his sister because his sister couldn't feed her children, especially a boy who was very ill. He is caught for stealing that bread, that loaf of bread. He goes in prison, and prison being what prison is, what prison life tends to be, he ends up being there for 19 years for that infraction. He escapes runs away. Then 
he finds this particular bishop, Bishop Miriel, who gives him a place to sleep and eat and some work. Sadly, because of the fears of being secure and being able to actually live his life, because he is actually in hiding, he is not going by his own name, he took a, a different identity so that he can get away and not be caught. He ends up, unfortunately, stealing a couple of candlesticks that were valuable. He is caught by the police and is brought back to Bishop Muriel's house. And the police are happy that they caught this thief and they want to return the candlesticks to the bishop. What does the bishop do, for those of us who have seen it? He actually says, I gave them to him. He didn't steal them. Moreover, he says, why did you leave these things behind? And actually gives him even more valuable items. Now imagine what Jean Valjean feels when he sees the reaction of Bishop Muriel. Anyhow, I'll shorten this. The story goes on. Jean actually proceeds, becomes a very successful businessman. He provides good jobs and takes very good care of his employees. Lots of families live well from, from the success he has. Uh, it's a more elaborate story. Takes in an, an adoptive daughter through a, through a rather miraculous circumstance, Cosette. But ultimately, he is still caught by Inspector Javert, who brings him to justice. Now you see, brothers and sisters, justice as we understand it is not always justice. For a loaf of, bre for a loaf of bread stolen not for himself, but for others, this man ends up living a life as a fugitive simply because there was no discernment. The law was the truth. The law of the land was the truth. There was absence of reasoning. There was absence of compassion, which took a man for a loaf of bread into prison and then prison life led him to the life he ended up living. What is truth after all? What is truth then? Is it fact? Is it verifiable science? Is it objectively recorded historical events, perhaps? Is it personal experience? You already know I don't like that answer. But truth can be all of those things, in fact. Truth can, in fact, be personal experience, too, and facts, and science, and history. But is that it? Is that all there is to truth? And if truth is that which I can prove with some documentation, do I even need the word truth? Do I even need the concept 
of something being true rather than just factual. And if truth is just those things, if it were to be just those things, what would we say about miracles? Are miracles truth? They certainly are in verifiable science. As Christians, we believe that miracles are truth. We don't know how they happen, but in some way, shape, or form, not only do they happen, miracles, but they somehow affect us in ways even more powerful than perhaps a law does. So here's how we are to understand truth according to St. Nectarius of Egina, the beautiful modern-day saint. The man who is not tested will be ignorant of the truth. Trials are an indisputable witness of God's love and compassion for man. Wherefore, also, he must give thanks in everything. A man's imperfection calls for trials to perfect him. Trials open the eyes of the mind. Trials open the eyes of the mind of those who love God into the light of truth. My goodness, we could unpack every word of St. Nectarius here, especially thinking that Christmas as well as Theophany are also called festivals or feasts of light, the light of truth the brightness of real truth that catches a man who steals a loaf of bread for a hungry child and does not punish him but gives him an extra loaf of bread yet. Bishop Miriel, who having found the guilty culprit who stole the valuable candlesticks give him more valuable items to sell, to set aright his life. Yesterday, I referenced St. Ignatius and St. Polycarp to you, who themselves were referencing the Gospel of St. Matthew. Some of you may remember that I brought out the fact that Matthew's Gospel describing the birth of Christ together with the succession of of Christ's ancestors on earth. These saints, Ignatius and Polycarp, were bringing out the truth of the gospel that was given to us. More than that, we hear now Saint Irenaeus of Lyon. Saint Irenaeus, who actually knew Saint Polycarp, not quite a disciple, but they interacted. Saint Irenaeus, also second century, he says that the truth of God is actually in living with God. He brings out the Gospels as well, but the truth of God, he says, is living with God. Earlier in Matins, we heard 
a hymn called Ex Apostillarion, this hymn, uh, which actually describes sort of a statement of the Magi. And the Magi, part of that statement is, we have found the truth indeed. Yesterday evening, we heard from Father Jason how the Magi were people who were, we call them wise men and kings and whatnot, but the Magi were not exactly super revered people in, in their times. They were known as people who looked at the stars and perhaps of some science, but oftentimes people were scared of the Magi. When they came to follow the star, which they saw looking differently in the skies, and they arrived at that star, Jesus Christ, what happened to them? They were transformed into wise men, a wise men who wise men who changed their lives because they have found the truth. The truth was in that baby, not in the stars which they claimed to know. This is the beauty of their travel. This is the beauty of them coming from the east somewhere. We don't know where. And we learned that they were later baptized and became faithful Christians. You see, brothers and sisters, for us Christians, truth is not just mere facts. Truth is not just historical record. Truth is a person, the person of Jesus Christ. So here's the actual truth. Jesus is God from eternity, not just from his birth, not just from his resurrection. Jesus is God. He took on flesh. He was born. He lived and died with us men. But he died for our sins so that we may live forever. And he receives us. He receives us exactly as we are and proceeds to perfect us through his grace and love and through our repentance and faithfulness. May the Lord Jesus Christ enlighten us with himself, the only truth. Amen. Christ is born. Lord.